Welcome. This is 10,000 Crappy Photos, a podcast about photography and the things you learn along the way. Hello. Welcome back. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about choosing photos because taking photos involves choosing photos especially today in our digital age when we can shoot a thousand photos and get three good ones and it's okay we just keep clicking away that's all about those crappy photos um this year i've set as one of my goals to do a little bit less clicking away and uh thinking more intent but there's always still a choice to be made I I, <laughs> I know I won't get it in one shot, so I will definitely try to take more photos of a certain situation. And there's always some to choose from. And it got me thinking, especially because um, having finished a 365 project last year, recently I was working on a book because I decided I want a little memento of all those photos that I took. And I realized that all the photos that I took they have a certain meaning for me. Even the the ones that were intentionally crappy, because when you do a 365, that happens. You know, there's a day it's like, uh, uh, I'm not being inspired, I'm not feeling inspired, and I'm just going to go through the motions and get the photo. That's part of 365. It's not a bad thing. It's just how it is some days. Anyway, even those days, I thought, this is a photo that's something I can relate to, even if it's just the feeling of not being inspired, um, it's kind of a, a reminder of that, that those moments go past. Anyway, while making this 365 book, I was, I was laying it out and uh, mentioning to my sweetheart, oh, I could do it this way, I could do it that way. And then I got some feedback as like, oh yeah, we could have pictures of us uh, one a week or something. And then this couple of pictures of the dog is like, whoa, wait a minute. Uh-uh, this is my project. <laughs> I'm going to choose the photos. I was asking for a little, you know, opinion on feedback and stuff, but the actual choosing of the photos is what I want to choose. And of course, the thing is, well, why would you choose photos? Well, I included all the 365s. Those are the photos. There's there's more because there were days when I shot more. And there were days when I thought I wouldn't have taken this photo if I hadn't been doing a 365 project. So I included those also. There's, um, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 or 20 extra photos in there. That's okay because it's my project. I get to say. <laughs> anyway, while making these decisions... Um, and feeling like, yeah, I'm going to choose, I realized the big decision that I had to make with this 365 book was I had a layout where I have a double page, uh, six photos on the left and one photo on the right. So the weekly photos and one that gets more attention than the other six. So I have to pull out of each week, essentially, the photo that I like the best for whatever reason. And I realized, okay, when choosing photos, it really makes a difference. Like, why am I choosing this? Who are they for? And it's the same thing, like, whether you're doing a 365 book or whether you've just been to someone's birthday party or 
some other celebration or you come back from vacation, who are the photos for? For this particular project, it's me. <laughs> and maybe some friends that I might not bore with thought, look, 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 I took all these photos last year. And they're like, mm, nice. Mm. <laughs> and then at least it's a book. They can skip through it quickly. And it's not a slideshow that they have to sit through. The ones that I choose, I realized aren't necessarily the ones that, for example, got a lot of attention online where I posted them. Um, or they might not be technically the best, um, or they might not even look that interesting to someone else, but to me, they have more meaning. For example, um, you know, when you, when you, well, if it's for me, then I think I'm thinking back even why I chose a certain photo on a certain day, even then, uh, it's, I mean, choosing photos, d deciding on which photo to keep or not is such an integral part of photography, I realize. And this project really highlighted that for me even more than all the piles of birthday party photos that I haven't gone through. While I was posting in a group, okay, it wasn't just me. It was me and a group of really friendly people that I like, have grown to really like, that I can call friends now. And I think, okay, if it were just me alone, I would maybe pick this or that photo. But sometimes I chose a photo because I thought, oh, look, I want to show them a little bit of my world. And this photo might show that a little more. For example, something in my neighborhood, uh, something about where I live, um, I don't know, maybe a train track or something, or or maybe some of the cool stuff that people left behind, um, free for the taking things. We have a couple places like that in our neighborhood, as opposed to maybe something that might, if it were just for me, it was like, uh, I don't know, another picture of the dog, for example. And there were times when I was choosing photos for the 365, to post online where I thought, eh, I don't think I can impose another photo of a dog on, on these kind people. <laughs> so a lot of times um, I had those other people in mind. It wasn't just me. But now when I'm creating the book and I have these photos, a limited amount of photos to choose from, and I think I want to highlight this one, Sometimes it's one that mm, someone else might look at those seven photos and think, this one's really a lot nicer than that one. Why on earth did you choose that? And I think, well, this one here, um, maybe it's a little abstract, but it was something that I saw and I thought, wow. Do you ever get that feeling when you take a photo and you think, I sometimes actually have a physical reaction when I feel like a bit of an adrenaline rush and I think, oh, that's a really good photo. I hope it comes out. <laughs> um, like, for example, I once got a picture of a, some, a reflection of some people and their shadows on a ceiling in a bus station. 
Yeah, it was a bus station. And I was sitting there in the sun, and that kind of added to it. That was my experience behind the photo that you can't see. And that, for me, was like, oh, this is a cool photo. I thought, this is an interesting thing to me. And the photo worked. Plus, I was enjoying having lunch outside, sitting in the sun, watching people walk by uh, on, a, on a very pleasant day. So there's that always that experience that you have as a photographer that colors why you think this photo is more special than that photo. This leads me to um, some something about uh, when, when posting photos online to the group, uh, sometimes you get feedback. It was almost always very positive feedback. It was a very um, tender group, I would say, in that sense. Some people even thought at the end, well, maybe we should give a little more critical uh, feedback. But once I got some feedback about a photo, someone thought, well, you know, this there's this line in the photo and it doesn't lead in the way that it could if you angled it this way. And it was perfectly legitimate feedback. It was absolutely correct. But was funny back when I thought back, I thought, oh, I wonder why I did that. I didn't think so much about that. For me, when I took the photo, I just I was in the middle of an experience. It was on vacation, and what had happened? It was it was a picture of a bike and a trailer and a and a fence, and the fence was kind of kind of leading out into nowhere. But for me, what was really significant was that bike being parked there where it was parked next to this fence because that was a big issue <laughs> in this particular moment in the in the in the vacation um, having to get off the bike and then push it over this area where the fence was and trying to figure out how to do that that was what the photo meant to me and that was why I chose it for that day but someone who wasn't there it's completely meaningless and and then someone else would look at it and and think of the you know typical compositional uh, factors that go into making a good photo and then I got that that great feedback I was like aha uh-huh, yeah that's true in general that photo wasn't as great as it could be but for me it was definitely the photo of the day or a an important photo for that day because of the experience that I had behind it it wasn't aesthetically or in terms of photographic composition it was suboptimal but for me it was that was the photo I think about that too when um, I'm choosing photos say I go to a party and I'm taking photos for friends Um, it's the same thing like oh I might think these are great photos but the friends might think something else. And so I'm much more aware of that now. Now that, uh, you know, you kind of get past the, the, the idea that um, <laughs> really culling photos and really pulling out the one picture of one person sitting next to a fire and not four in a row that are almost the same 
really pulling out that for, for any one situation, that's the one. But also thinking about is my, how much of my experience goes into my feeling like this is the photo that should be chosen. As opposed to the photos I'm, sh- I'm sh- the people I'm sharing the photos with, what do they think about the photo? Is it something that means something to them? And this um, brings me back around because I'm choosing again. I'm not doing a 365, but I'm doing um, 52 projects. So a photo a week actually with two different themes. So two 52 projects. Um, I'm still always thinking about this choosing bit. I've helped myself by not taking 20 photos a day. (laughs) Um, But there is still uh, some decision making involved. And I think the more we take photographs, the more we think about what pleases me in a photograph and why. So anyway, that's pretty much what I was thinking about, how um, the experience of taking photos and deciding which photos you like. One of the more important questions I ask myself is, why do I like this? And I'm going to start asking, is this photo for me or is this photo for someone else? And from their perspective, would it be a fun photo? It's a it's an interesting thought when, for example, if you enter a photo contest, I'm going to talk about that another time, where I've had an experience with a photo contest, and that was really revealing too, because you might choose a photo for yourself, but then, well, it's not for you, it's for the judges of the contest. Anyway, more on that at a later time. For now, I hope you are enjoying going through your photos, picking out the ones that are important for you. And maybe keeping a couple of those crappy ones just because of the experience that's behind them. Good experiences. Well, that's, that's worth a reminder, even if it's a crappy photo. Okay, we'll talk to you next time. Uh, <laughs> this time I remember before I get off, um, you can leave a comment at learningbyshooting.com. You can send an email at to 10,000 crappy photos at gmail. Dot com. It's 10,000 crappy photos spelled out with letters, all small, no spaces, no underlines, all squished together. It'd be great to hear from you. I can tell a few of you are listening and that's fantastic. It'd be great to uh, hear a comment or um, yeah, get an email from you. Anyway, I'm really glad you're listening. Have fun out there. Ciao. Mm-hmm.